And now, from Star Worldwide Networks, it's time for Don Cromwell Live, an insightful, entertaining look into all aspects of the music industry. You'll never hear music the same way again. Now, here's your host, producer, songwriter, musician, and former Air Supply and Eddie Money bassist, Don Cromwell. Welcome, everybody, to Don Cromwell Live. Hey, hey, man, you're talking over my intro now? Oh, yeah, baby, just sliding right in. (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to Don Cromwell Live. So happy to have you here tonight. It is May 3rd, coming towards Cinco de Mayo with Miss D4, Danny Forrest in the house with me. Hey, everybody. Side by side, she's weaseled her way right in there, and I like it. You've been such a great addition to the show, and everybody so far loves you. We had a chance to hang with my beautiful producer, Rock and Robin Cote in Phoenix about two weeks ago. We were in Phoenix, and as long as she pointed out to me, and when I say she, I mean Robin, she's been doing my show for five years, maybe a little bit longer, but we had never met in person, and Danny and I were in Phoenix on business. The three of us had a wonderful dinner. It was just so cool. I've always put a face to a name, but when you do it in person, it's a different thing. She's my sister from another mister. Oh, okay. Let's not go there, baby. <laughs> but anyway, so glad you're here. The year continues to fly by. Already my sister's going, don't forget my Memorial Day party. And I go, jeez, wow. man, didn't we just finish Christmas? Yep. But it it happens like that. L.A. is supposed to rain tonight. We're hoping it is kind of cool, rainy vibe. But we are here tonight and a very, very hot young band that, that I really like their sound. Uh, Mr. Eric Klinger, who we've done a few guests together, management company, Eric Klinger Management, reached out to me about this band. And I get people hit me up about bands and music fairly regularly. And I don't always mesh with the music. And, you know, I'm not a young man anymore, but I like music from all ages. But if I don't like the music, uh, you know, it's just not going to be a great show, quite frankly. So I've turned down, you know, a few, and I always say the same thing. I'm no judge or jury of anybody's music. But again, if I don't feel it, you know, I just got to fake it. And I've done a couple that, looking back way, way years ago, I can think of one in particular where it just, it was a, it was a struggle. But this one was easy. Uh, Eric, thank you if you're listening, and, and um, all the friends and family of The Alive, if you're listening, it just took one uh, listen, quite frankly, to their upcoming single, and I said, let's get them on, plus what they're doing. They're doing a lot of stuff. Great young band. I don't know if they're all on, but I know before the show, the singer lead guitar player was on board Mr. Bastion Evans what's up Bastion hey how's it going what's that how's it going it's going good I just want to make sure you can hear me okay and you were a little staticky there for a second but I got you now so Bastion you're down in Laguna Beach right yep that's right yeah, and your band, The Alive, formed in 2018. Just a great sound. You guys are off and running. Tell me how it, all I know is it says, started in 2018 between surf and skate sessions. Tell me, my fans, your fans, how you guys hooked up and got together to start The Alive. Yeah, I mean, me and the drummer go way back. Probably, we met when we were around like seven or eight years old and just had a couple slowly but surely started realizing that this is a serious thing that we want to continue to do for as long as possible and 
started the alive with hopes of doing that. Yeah, it, it's uh, very cool. Brothers, the bass player, so right, Kai and and Manoa, right? Yep. And just again, for my listeners, and you know, I have a, you know, guys and guests over the years and 10 plus years now, mainly veterans, shall we say, people who've been around, maybe a track record or so. But I love the young energy. And again, I heard your guys' music. I see what you're about. You're doing way more than just music. You guys care about the environment. You care about, yeah. you know, things that are going down. That meant a lot to me, man. So uh, let's start off with that. Uh, you guys are just doing a whole lot of things and aware of what's going on in the world. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we've done a, a couple of shows for nonprofits and fundraisers like uh, Surfers and Sewage and Surfrider Foundation. And yeah, it's just informed us a lot about like what's going on around the world and we've been traveling a bunch so just seeing that firsthand has like really made an impact on us and yeah we do whatever we can to to make an impact you know yeah fantastic and again for for my listeners who wouldn't know these guys are all in their teens still which makes it even more impressive what you're doing uh again i love that young energy but you know tell me how you guys one thing i didn't uh, it says a byo bottle artist what does that mean it says committed to reducing single-use plastics which of course i understand but byo bottle you mean you bring your own bottle to everything so you don't have to buy water yeah exactly we just don't use plastic at festivals or at shows in mm -hmm. general mm -hmm. I'm looking up on my wall yeah. here where all the people that uh, come in here live sign the wall and there was a guy here that came in and he was swimming from here to Hawaii to promote oh wow to promote and I, I I'd have to find if you saw my wall you'd see how many names are on I can't find it right at the moment but his whole thing was exactly that the plastics in the ocean yeah it's crazy and I serve too and, and the rest of the band serves as well and We've seen it definitely like getting worse and our, our home breaks, like having more and more plastic and pollution, pollution and it really sucks. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you live in a beautiful area, Laguna beach and we were down that area not that long ago. Some dear friends live in Dana point and I know you're playing in Dana point coming up and yep. we'll, we'll get into all your gigs in a minute. So uh, you formed the band in 2018. You're already doing so many things. I saw that you're kind of self managed, but your, your parents are involved. How's that working? Yeah, it's good. You know, just having like like your own family on your team is great, and they're super supportive. Which I would not be where I am if it wasn't for that. And yeah. yeah, just super grateful in general. Right, the support means a lot. I, I've told the story many times on my sure. show how when I was your age and you're 18, I believe when I was 18 and yep. I bought my first acoustic guitar with my dad at Music Unlimited. He said, "Dr. Donald Richard," he called me "Dr." He said, "Dr." Music's fine for a hobby, but don't even think about it for a living. And of course, you know, uh, it's things are all different now. And of course, the the social media and, and the type of exposure you guys are getting is just fantastic. Yeah, it's been wild ride. True. Yeah. Well, and you've got some upcoming gigs. Uh, I think the first one is up where your your bandmates are, the Mill Valley Music Festival, May fourteenth. Uh, I've heard of that one because, I mean, I don't know if you've spent much time. I grew up really as a young tyke up, in, up until sixth grade in Nevada. And I don't know where your bandmates live, but I'm going back when the population was 19,000. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so. The Mill Valley, Mill Valley area in like Berlin. 
Yeah, it's a beautiful area up there. And, and so how did you hook up with them? Oh, I know you said you go way back with the drummer, but how did, being yeah. in Laguna and there in Northern California, how did you guys hook up? Just through friends in previous bands, you know, like we, I used to live in Santa Barbara, so we were a little bit closer. So we had a couple friends that were actually in common and just met through both like loving music and playing music at a young age and just kind of evolved from there really. And then his brother also played from a super young age just because he saw his brother doing it. I thought it was sick and yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. You're 18, uh, Kai is 18, and Manoa is 15. Is that correct? Yeah. Sure. I mean, man, that's crazy, man. Wow. <laughs> huh, Danny? Yeah, that's that's very interesting. So who was in Santa Barbara, actually? I used to be in Santa Barbara, Montecito, and then I moved down. I used to live in Laguna, like when I was born up until second grade, and then up to Montecito, and then back down here, actually. That's very interesting. I, my, my family, some of my family live in Santa Barbara. I have a, a nephew who's 14 who goes to Dos Pueblos High right now. He and I are very close. And oh, yeah. As you were speaking, I was thinking, well, you guys, as well as my nephew to a certain extent, are going to become sort of known as the pandemic generation because you guys were very, very affected by it because I am assuming you guys were all in middle school, high school during that time. And I'm sort of wondering, since you guys got together in 2018, how you guys evolved as a result of that very sudden alarming thing that sort of fell upon us and especially you guys as school age kids. Yeah, it was definitely a trip at the time and it was weird, but luckily we had kind of established ourselves in our band kind of like a little following before that. Otherwise it probably would have been a lot harder getting a little kickstart like that. But yeah, it really kind of, for me, just, showed me that I really wanted to do music and I got a lot of free time during that time so I really honed my craft and focused on the band I think they did the same and after that we were stronger than ever so I think overall for us it was great yeah you know that's a great point a lot of people say during the pandemic they were forced to create they had time to to as you just said improve your craft and and you guys are a trio yeah. and uh, I've heard the sounds and you know I, I told Danny of Actually, not that long ago, I grew up long time ago playing in trios, and I loved the freedom of playing in a trio as a bass player. Yeah, and you know, it was—it's just a fun, fun format. And and you guys put on a lot of sound, it just a, just a great vibe. And like I say, I, I really believe in you guys, and and I think with with the exposure you're getting and the kind of gigs that you're doing, the future is very bright. I appreciate that. It means a lot, man. Yeah, well, cool. All right, well, let's get into some music because, uh, you know, this hour tends to go by fast. Everybody goes, well, what are we going to talk about? And I said, well, let's just let it roll, which is how I like to roll. All right, uh, go ahead. Tell us about the first song. Which which one are we playing, Danny? I believe Bastion said The Time. The Time. Yeah, this one's one of our most recent songs that we put out, our third single. Okay, and who writes the songs? All of you together? Are you writing or what? Mostly together, but since we're so far apart, we just tend to kind of come up with our own ideas. And when we rehearse before shows and after, we tend to mix those ideas to like create songs. Right, and you probably all trust each other by now to just to come up with some great, well, again, your recordings say it all. So the time, uh, when did that come about, and did you all write it together, and what's the inspiration behind it? Yeah, I mean, we wrote that 
a little bit after quarantine, and that was just about some some like in town drama that I was witnessing, and thought to myself that it was a good life lesson for the future and for all of us in the band and the rest of the world in general. And yeah, we wrote about it a year ago, and it was greatly collaborative. And yeah, awesome. the blast writing in blast playing it live actually one of my favorite songs to play live awesome let's play the time by the alive
Oh, man. Heads wow. were bopping, toes were tapping. That sounds so fantastic, Bastion. Thank you. I mean, man. It, hey, uh, you hey probably, John, yeah. you hear this kind Manoa. Oh, the, the boys are on? Yeah. You awesome. Hi, Kai. Hi, Manoa. Welcome. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Um, uh, how's it going? Yeah, it's fantastic. It's going fantastic. I love your band. I'm not going to BS you guys. I love it. And, uh, you know, I'm going to repeat myself before you guys came on. You know, Eric has sent me stuff and other people have sent me stuff, you know, to come on the show. And, you know, most of the time I'm open, but not always. But you guys were one listen. Let's do it. Awesome. Thank you for having us. Oh, I, I, yeah. yeah, so I, I was also telling Bastion, I grew up in Nevada when I was a young kid, <laughs> but that's a long time ago. And the population back then when we lived there was 19,000 and there was nothing but pastors everywhere. Not now, I bet. That's crazy. That's like, <laughs> that's right next door where we live. Yeah, yeah. Nevada, California. I went to Our Lady of Loretto School with my little salt and pepper <laughs> pants and my white shirt but a hey, kai and manoa welcome uh, you guys are awesome what a great trio i love your sound i love what you guys stand for you're way more uh, than than just the music it, it, it's it's a very cool thing and, and i know you got some great things coming up thank you all right so um Danny, I mean, so many things coming to my mind with, with a young band like this with the whole future ahead of them. Well, I I love the song we just heard. So, um, Kaya Mano, we just were listening to The Time. And I was a musician as a kid. I played piano, and I'm trying to get back to that. It's It, it takes discipline, but I'm a writer now, so I'm always very interested in, in, in lyrics. And I was able to read the lyrics of the song as it was playing. So I'm wondering who... Who's who? Who was the girl that inspired that song? Oh, silence! Uh, <laughs> Come on, lads, give it up. I, yeah. I don't think it was a girl. I think it was just. I think it was problems between between friends. Oh, okay. It was. It was a. Yeah, I, I mean, I wrote the lyrics like kind of inspired by a lot of instances. Uh, where I saw like the same kind of friction between two people happening, but this one was like a particular instance that that happened in town that like really, I don't know, made an impact on me. Mm. Well, real life is inspiration so, for art. Don't do that in your life. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Cautionary yeah. tale. Cautionary tale. Yeah, it, it's good. And, and again, yeah, before you guys came on, uh, we were just talking. It's so great to see and hear a young band like you guys and you know you're all in your teens and i remember the bands i was in when i was in my teens we were <laughs> we were all over the place but you guys seem so focused you got a nice sound i love your mixes who's ever doing your recordings and you, and your production is doing a fantastic job and and i mean that it it really it's tight it's rocking and it's fun and i guarantee you i know it's fun to play live as bastion just said yeah, it's great to hear, man. Yeah. Reassuring. <laughs> All right. So, upcoming, you again, I'm kind of repeating myself now that you guys are on board, but you've got some great gigs coming up, one of which is your your home area. May 14th, you're playing the Mill Valley Music Festival. That's got to be a charge for you guys up there. Yeah, it's definitely going to be such a blast playing in front of a, definitely a lot of people we know and a bunch of our old friends. 
and people you recognize. So definitely be a trip. Yeah. Yeah. Old classmates and, and a lot of parents from the area. Yeah. Hey, and your parents are probably still wouldn't even know the bands I played in. <laughs> you know, time goes by as you grow older, but you know, music is a galvanizing factor and and I just feel something about your sound. Yeah, and I see the influences uh, Sabbath, Nirvana, Rush, Green Day, Green Day, Idols, uh you but you guys are putting your own stamp on it as and it, as you continue to develop your own sound and style that just separates yourself, but it's super tight. It means something, but it doesn't feel manufactured. It feels really natural. Now, your world, are you guys like the surfing and skating scene? I don't know that much about it. Uh, my surfing days were limited to me doing a lot of paddling. And uh, my my skateboard days were great until I hit a rock and fell down and hit my head on the curb. And that was, <laughs> and that was it. But that's a whole culture, right? Yeah, I think now less than before. It's less than before? You mean it's not so much as that it used to be? Yeah, I think there used to be definitely more of like a scene behind, or more of like a distinct skate and surf scene. But now it's just, I don't know, I just surf every so often. I hardly skate anymore because of shows. Uh Uh-huh, right. What, you don't want to get hurt, I'm sure. Yeah. Is that what you mean, or you just don't have the time? Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. It's so dangerous, especially yeah. if I'm, I'm not so good at it. <laughs> thing, I'd say. But Kai, Kai and Manoa are pretty pretty good at it, but I just fall. Yeah. Well, that was me. I, 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 I just, like, <laughs> I just fell. Surfing and surfing have become like more of trends nowadays. Uh-huh. But it, and uh, it's true that the scene, it's hard to, hard to find a skate scene depending on where you live because it's so, it's just, in general areas like San Diego and like San Francisco. Yeah. Those are like big skate scenes and it's not, you can't find it everywhere for sure. Yeah, it was very yeah, pronounced. I don't have a skate park in my town. Oh. And I, yeah, Kai has several, so yeah. Uh-huh. All right, and, and you guys are all still so young. Have you guys self-taught or you studied or tell me about your background in music, each one of you, Bastion first. Yeah, um, so when I was seven, I picked up a guitar, and I took lessons for around, like, seven years, seven or eight years, until I was, like, 16, and then I took uh, singing lessons, and then I took some uh, music theory uh, lessons, and yeah, here I'm at. I'm actually uh, attending Berkeley College of Music next year for music business, so that's my next endeavor. Congratulations. That's a beautiful school. Thank you. Are you going back to Boston? I'm doing the online business. I, uh, wow. I see. So you can stay here, still be a part of that, and still keep your band going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's interesting. And uh, so, Kai, you, how'd you get started? Um, well, there was this this teacher teaching lessons at the place I used to skate at. And uh, my parents just signed me up for a couple to try out the drums. And... I really liked it, so they bought me a kit, and I've been playing ever since I was eight years old. And are you yeah. the, are you the fifteen year old Kai? No, he's the eighteen year old. Okay, you're eighteen. Uh, 18. Yeah, 
So you're, you, you guys are the elder statesmen. Exactly. <laughs> and Manoa, how about you, the bass player? And I love your bass player. I'm a bass player, and I hear what you're doing, man. It's freaking awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I started out playing uh, ukulele. But I actually <laughs> Ooh, to play wow. Guitar. Ukulele. My parents said, you know, learn how to play four strings first, and then you can play six strings. Um, so I got a ukulele. I had a couple lessons. I was very good at that, but um, then uh, I wanted to, like, get, like, a bigger instrument, but since I already knew how to play, like, four strings, I found it probably easier for me to play, like, the bass, mm-hmm. So, um, and there's less bass players out there, so it makes, I guess, me more unique, so, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's so, a great point. Are all, yeah. are all your parents musicians? They sound very supportive and, and knowledgeable, too. So my dad played drums back in the day, a little bit. Who's, whose dad played drums? I'm not sure who was talking. Me, uh, Bastion. Oh, hi, Bastion. Okay. Your dad was a drummer? Yeah, just for, I think he played a couple live shows here and there. That's really, like, <laughs> serious about it. But but he had a drum set and, like, instruments around the house. So that's how I picked it up. I see. And, and again, uh, Kai and Manoa, before you came on, we were saying how great it is to have supportive parents. Yeah. And it's different day and age now, you know, where now parents support children being in a music career, where growing up when I did, it, it, was, it was like, really? You want to do that? And <laughs> Don't grow that hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. My dad hated my long hair. I will say that. But, uh, hey... You know, that was a different era. I, I just think, again, it's great that, that your parents support you so much. And you've got this, as Bastion said earlier, you got a team. And that's what it takes. It takes a team to make things happen. Indeed it does. That's yeah. true. So tell me, at your guys' young age, how do you approach social media? I assume you're on all the sites. I assume... You're just doing what, it, but how does a band your age, a young band in their teenage years, how do you use social media? I mean, for me, the most common social media platforms that I use are probably YouTube and Instagram. Mm-hmm. We try to to really focus on Instagram and YouTube more. Instagram just to keep everybody updated and YouTube for the long like music videos and. and traveling edits and whatnot. Mm-hmm. We also have a website, but we, I think we try to stick to those three, three like main ones and focus on those. Yeah. Not it, so much like Facebook and. Yeah. Facebook is for guys my age. I know that. <laughs> uh, what about TikTok? Twitter, are you not on Twitter or anything. No. No? No, not, no. Maybe in the future, but always been kind of iffy about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the ownership type thing. Yeah, and uh, seems pretty kooky, but <laughs> yeah, it can yeah. be. Yeah, no, I, I, I love hearing it. I, I, I do because, again, um, repeating myself when we talked with Bastion, is that you know bands my age and, and and veterans, shall we say, you know it's a different thing. And but bands your age, you know all all about the things that are happening. And I know Instagram is is still a big deal. TikTok, they say is they, whoever they, you know, TikTok, but there are some uh, misgivings about that one. Yeah, it's never been a very trustworthy 
platform for sure. All right. Yeah. So, um, Danny, and, and then we let's play another song. You guys, I, we've got two other songs uh, that we haven't played. Mud, The Man, and we want to play your new single, Maybe Last. So which song would you like to hear next? Uh, I chose the first one. So what do you think, boys? Uh, How about Mud? Yeah, Mud. Mud? Okay, Danny's my DJ over here. <laughs> all right, we're going to get it going. Hey. All right, so uh, tell us about this one. How did this come about? Who wrote it? Where did the inspiration come? Uh, we all we all collectively wrote it, put together the parts, and um, I'm pretty sure the song lyrics are about the the Santa Barbara mudslides. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Yep, that's right. I was living there actually. Just had moved out of Santa Barbara. I think a couple months, like two or three months before that happened. And it hit my neighborhood, so mm, we actually yes. drove through it and wrote the lyrics shortly after. I know it well. My my parents live there, and and my mother, in fact, lost a friend to the mudslide. She was oh, killed. Wow. Yeah, her name yeah. was her name was Rebecca Rifkin. Oh. R.I.P. Yeah, Rebecca. Was... All right. Well, let let's hear it, Danny. The yeah. mud from or, I'm sorry, mud from the alive.
Oh, yeah. Guys, that was freaking awesome, man. I love it. You know, we do the show here in the studio uh, with headphones on because I'm recording the show. We're live across the web right now, but I record it on Pro Tools at the same time for my podcast. So, therefore, I'm on headphones. That is freaking awesome, man. It's just a great mix, great plan. I love you guys, man. You're freaking awesome. Yeah, we were having a sidebar about who uh, we heard. We heard Russia, a little bit of Russia in there. And so I, I'm always curious, who, who do you guys all love and who inspires you in your writing, your music, your just kind of vibe and your sound? Uh, yeah, um, you guys go first. I would say Smashing Pumpkins, yeah. the Stone Age are really big inspirations of all of us and... Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. yeah. A few more. Yeah. Uh, I would say on bass, probably like Interpol. Carlos Stangler is my favorite bass player. So mm-hmm. there's definitely a little bit of that. Did, yeah. so, did one of you say Tool? I did say Tool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love them. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, you know, it's just again it's just different enough that it's the alive and i'm telling you i i you guys are on the right track man and and i'm listening so where did you record that where where are you doing your recordings i think we've that done that was, in studios i think that was yeah um that was that was, that was right? the steakhouse but we recorded the time at the steakhouse the steak- i mean, think new monkey studios yeah, it was. Yeah, sorry. I know, I know when you're all on different lines, we, we it's a little difficult, but uh, I appreciate it. I'm just saying the recording, the production, the mixing, the mastering is spot on. You guys are really putting out some good music. You are. Fantastic. Great to hear. Yeah, I mean, listen, and we're on headphones, right, Danny? So it's yeah. like in our face. And we love it. And in my ears. Wow. Hey, that's a lyric. Don't steal that from me, guys. Uh, but all right. So as a trio, when you guys go out and play live, it just must feel fantastic. Because, again, I know I played live for many, many years. And nothing felt better than stepping on stage and playing your music. Yeah, best feeling in the world. Best job in the world. It, it, it really is. And I, Danny, I, now I can't wait to hear him live. I know, me too. When are you going to be in L.A.? Oh, I'll tell you when. They're going to be October 1st, oh. maybe oh, before, maybe we're at go. the Ohana Festival in Dana Point with the Foo yeah, Fighters, yeah. the Killers, well, Eddie Vedder. I think we'll be going there. Well, how about some passes, yeah, guys? Yeah, uh-huh. blast. Hey, by the way, you guys have an Eddie Vedder, Eddie Vedder story. Uh, maybe a couple. But oh, I want to hear that. Well. I love, love, love one Pearl Jam. Of, one involving Kai. Talk about it, Kai. Um, about a year ago, I got to to sit in and play a song with Pearl Jam and fill in for Matt Cameron because he, he was out sick with COVID. And um, people started reaching out to me the night before uh, saying that Matt Cameron was sick. And I had previously met Olivia at, o- at Ohana Fest a couple of years back. And we've kept in touch. And I reached out to her about the possibility of maybe playing a song. And it, it wasn't looking too sure. But then the next day, 
she got back to me and said, send me a, send me a video of you playing a Pearl Jam song. And so, um, I, I sent her the video and she gave me the green light and then I got to play with Pearl Jam, which was the most surreal experience of my life. Which song? It was called Mind Your Manners. Okay. And that was up in Oakland, right? Yeah, Oakland Arena. Yeah, and I remember seeing that 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 you know online and 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 on following and and you're the guy. Yeah. Yep, I remember seeing that very well talking about oh this guy got up I'm from San Leandro, which is right next to Oakland. And again, yeah, yeah. So when we, when my family moved, my dad was uh, Air Force. You guys are way, way too young to remember near Novato in in Marin County. There used to be an Air Force base there, Hamilton Air Force Base. And my dad was stationed there. And when he retired from the Air Force, uh, he worked at Oakland Airport for the Federal Aviation Agency. And so we moved to San Leandro when I was in sixth grade. So I know all about that. And and when I saw, oh, this guy played with Pearl Jam in Oakland, and here you are, it was you. Wow. Yeah, it was me. <laughs> it's a small world. You know, what? speaking of the small world, the band Dredge, do you guys know them? Dredge? I haven't heard of them. No. No? Are they from Oakland? Right no, Ryan Duswalt and some other people... Uh, my friend Craig, his son has a band called Thredge. They're a little, they're a little older than you guys, but uh, kind of the same theme. And and they saw that you guys were coming on tonight. And Craig uh, hit me up and he says, "Oh, we know the Alive." So whatever that connection is, I'm saying you guys are on the road to being recognized. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, by new audiences, that's the difference. And I just yeah. I, I just think it's it, the right it's, audience. Yeah. Right. Which is all about that's what I'm saying. Gaining faithful fans. And I'm guessing you guys after a show do you do a meet and greet with your fans? How does that work for you? We have before on I think it was or maybe actually once at Bottle Rock after a show and mm. uh once on the Kiss Cruise. When we did that last year, but yeah, not not often. Oh, but after after a lot of the shows, we like to to walk around the festivals, and there'll be people who just saw the show, and they'll they'll come up to us, and we'll talk to them for a bit, and take a picture, right? And uh, yeah, they'll come up to us when we're we're packing up to at uh, smaller venues. Yep, and that's how you gain fans. They love that now. It's a different. Day and age, it's interacting. But wait a minute. So the Kiss Cruise. What's that? that? Yeah. Yeah, it's the the band Kiss has a a music festival on a cruise, basically, that goes to Cabo and and Sonata and back. I'm interested. Yeah. Danny's ready to sign up, (laughs) but that already. And you you guys were on that? Fun. Yeah, we, we played like three shows on that, I think. And Hung out for a couple of days in Mexico and came back. It was super fun, to say oh, least. Wow. Shoot, man. That, that sounds fun. Damn. We should have this show three yeah, months that ago. Was, that was one of the only times we did a meet and greet, but it was gnarly. Like, all the bands were in this room. 
and there was a line going through every single station with like a different band and it was, it was really cool yeah i bet and did you get to meet the guys from kiss we did most most of them i huh. think i met i think i met all of them i'm not sure right. but yeah it was really cool i i think they all watched the set on the last night we played not not 100 sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate that. No, as a guy who's who's done several cruises without music, how does that work when you're on a cruise? Does it are you able to rock? Yeah. I mean, no sound limits. Oh. Uh, they had a bunch of different venues on the stage. I guess like four or five total. Mhm. Yeah, it was great. We played three different three different venues on the cruise and had a blast. How are you guys? Yeah. Yeah. It took, it took us a while to get used to the, the boat rocking back and forth. A little, <laughs> Ooh, like, a little motion sickness there. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Yeah, I mean the boat, the boat moves. It's so big. It moves like way less than I'd imagined, but still. Yeah. It, well, yeah, we played, so, yeah. we played like one time, I think during like, I don't know, it was kind of like some heavy waves. Yeah. And uh, we yeah. were kind of like rocking back and forth and kind of losing like balance sometimes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's a lot of core work. Yeah, uh, yeah we had practice, so we we played on top of a bus, the Wonder Bus, like through San Diego. <laughs> oh, that's so clever. <laughs> what a great idea. We had our legs. Oh, man. Wait, you know, I have a very weak stomach when it comes to the ocean, but it takes Dramamine and you just uh, you, you you get through it, but those big ships, it's oh, kind of subtle how they sway back and forth, and if you're not sensitive, yeah. it'll never bother you. But if if you are, you'll still feel it. For sure. All right. So, one other song on this one, and this is called "The Man." Tell us about the man. It's the first song we wrote, and first song we put out also, and yeah, I wrote it three years ago about um, some leaders that I did not appreciate. Mm-hmm. Very and political message. Love it. Yeah. Well, I'll look at the lyrics and be able to figure it out. Fun. <laughs> All right. Oh, you definitely will, yeah. yeah. The man from the alive.
Man. Whew. Fantastic. Yeah. Woo. Heads were bopping and toes were tapping. You guys are badass, man. I love that track. Yeah, you guys are for reals. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that song's also really fun to play live. I'm sure all this stuff's got to be. Again, and and um, Kai and Manoa, before you came on, I told Bastion that I grew up playing in trios, and I always loved the freedom and the the bigness of playing in a trio when it's right. Yeah, super fun. <laughs> oh. Okay. Easier with less members in the band. Yeah, yeah, that too. All right, so let's talk about promotion. You've got a wonderful website, www.thealive.net. What other social media, whatever, what else do you guys want to promote to your fans? Um, we have The Alive or The Dot Alive on Instagram. Um, I think we also have The Alive on YouTube, I believe. Yeah, Instagram and YouTube and the website are the main socials we kind of mm-hmm. manage more, you know, like keep it keep it updated consistently. Yeah. So do you no. guys manage yourselves? Do your parents manage you? Uh, we all kind of manage it and parents as well. But yeah, just collectively. Now, Mano, I wanted to ask you a question because you said that it was your parents that told you that you needed to play four strings first. Yeah. And are 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 your mother and or your father musicians themselves? Um, no, but um, my dad used to play trumpet. Trumpet. Okay. All right. He was a trumpeter because there was a drummer. There's a drummer parent in the mix here, but I wanted to hear about who told you to play the four string first. Okay, so you had a trumpeter dad. Yeah. All right. So my question is, Kai and Manoa, you both have what Hawaiian names? Where do those Where do those come from? I know my name is Hawaiian. I think it means ocean. And then I'm not sure what Manoa's is from. Um, I think I was named after this uh, Hawaiian big wave surfer. Ah. That surfed Choku, I think. So. Yeah. Yeah. Because my brother just, uh, he had a, a grandson who was just recently born, and they named him Koa. And, and that's, you know, these popular names. But, you know, hey, whatever your names are, you guys kick ass, man. I, I love your sound. I love your energy. And as I say, I'm so grateful to your uh, Eric Klinger for turning me on to you guys. You know, Eric, when he sends me stuff, I do listen to everything he sends me. But you guys were a no-brainer, and and anything I can do, which is minimal, probably, except having you on the show, and you can spread this show to your fans or whatever. But I'm a believer, and I think you guys are totally on the right track. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, man. Yeah. Support. Yeah. Well. Yeah. More, more than real. support. Yeah. So, Danny, don't you agree? These guys. Kill yeah, it. you guys are absolutely amazing. Just very, very unique. And I don't know. Do you guys do you guys categorize your your sound in a particular genre, or a combination of genres? I know that you know Thredge, the band we we're talking about, is kind of thrash. But what do you guys kind of term yourselves? Um, the most I've heard is like hard rock and grunge. All right, hard yeah. rock and grunge. Yeah. But you know what? I'm an old school pop guy, so I like a big hook. And I hear big hooks in all yeah. your songs. Yeah, that's definitely a big um, 
I'm such a believer in that. No matter what the genre is, you no, got to sure. you got to leave people with something they can remember. And you know, yeah, Boris gives the chorus. <laughs> I don't mind the grunge hook though. I love that stuff. Yeah, well, they got they yeah. got it all. It's, it's, Pearl Jam, Nirvana, all that. Yeah. So let's talk about gear because well, a lot of my 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 listeners are gearheads. Um, what are you playing through, Bastion? Uh, nowadays, either an Orange or Marshall stack live um, at home. And uh, I'm endorsed by Music Man, so a bunch of Music Man guitars. I just got a new Stingray, actually, super psyched on it. And yeah, uh, mainly Boston Dunlop pedals. Oh, well, cool, because Music Man's been around forever. It's a great brand. Manoa, how about you? Um, I started out with a Fender Mustang bass. Um, but more recently I've been using like, uh, music man, Tim Comaford, uh, stingray bass, but, um, I'm, I'm going to switch to like a Fender jazz bass and a, a Fender bass six. Oh, nice. A little six string yeah. bass, eh? Yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. And Kai, how about you on drums? I started out using like a, a beginner pearl kit and then, just recently, I got a new Ludwig Maple Marine Pearl kit. Nice. I like it, and I think I like Ludwig the best out of all the drum companies I've tried. And I use Peisty Cymbals, Promark Sticks, and uh, Aquarian Drum Heads. Awesome. Because I know, you know, as you guys just get going, and it's all about interplay and intertwining with other companies and it's you know any endorsements that's a huge thing and and that's why i always give musicians a chance to shout out all right so listen we're getting close to running out but you guys have an upcoming single which i absolutely love this song i really do me too call yeah danny danny uh we got it finally come and get it when does that come out and tell us about how that came about it's coming out may 12th i'm super excited coming out soon and uh yeah it came about recently and we got to record it at 606 after writing it at my house and, and between houses actually my house in san fran the boys house and yeah just about all the experiences of the past couple of years put together and, yeah super excited about it awesome. you guys. and you're on all the streaming platforms I was, uh, you know that's a question i want to ask you how do you yeah, release we'll be, your how do you release your singles now on, on streaming yeah, we just usually do it independently on uh, DistroKid and just to get it on all streaming platforms independently. And this is the first one that we did a one-song deal with with uh, Marshall Sachs Music and Eric. And That's right. I'm yeah, super I, excited to, to see how this one goes. It's like monumental for us. Awesome. Kick it. Come and get it by The Alive.
another winner man <laughs> oh my god yeah you guys are just getting better and better that's fantastic thank you that yeah man that that is rocking coming out uh come and get it the that's alive killer. so listen killer song www.thealive.net coming up may 14th the mill valley music festival coming up may 28th they're playing the bottle rock up there in napa beautiful with red hot chili peppers duran duran post malone one of my favorites nile rogers one of my real favorites lizzo and then october 1st the ohana festival down in dana point with the foo fighters the killers eddie vetter but forget that the alive is playing man you guys kill it you do thank you yeah. Thank you a lot. All right. Well, I hope your fans yeah. listen. Please feel free to share this uh, because I love the energy. I love the fact, again, that you guys are involved in the environment and, and the things that, you know, a lot of older people just go, eh, forget it. Well, you know, we need to pay attention to all these things. And you guys are doing it with your music and your philosophy and your caring. And, and that means a lot. Bastion, Kai, Manoa, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you to Eric Klinger for setting this up. Your family and all the people in your management team that are doing what they do for you guys, the alive. You are indeed alive and well. Hey, I can't believe I came up with that. Pretty good. All right. Uh, thank yeah, you. Thanks for having us. Oh, it, it was my pleasure, right, Danny? Absolutely. What an honor. It was great. Guys, any final words of wisdom? Anything you want to promote and say on the way out? Um. <laughs> Let's go skateboarding. No pressure. No pressure. Uh, um, the socials keep heavier music alive. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's part of what I love to do is keep the music alive. I already told Bastion I was a sh terrible surfer. Your role is not dead. And I almost cracked my skull up in skateboarding. But man, you guys are doing it. Great music. Keep the dream alive. It's fantastic. Thank you so much to the Star Worldwide Networks back in Phoenix, Dave the Mayor Pratt, Rock and Robin Cote, my beautiful producer, wrote a great book called Soul Stirrings. Respect your police officers, please, and pray. Respect our troops, past, present, and future. And you guys are young, but John Lennon said it best. All we need is love. Thank you, The Alive, all three of you for calling in. We really appreciate it. And yeah. thank you all for tuning in to Don Cromwell Live. Peace out, everybody. Peace out. Good night. Take care.
Thanks for listening to Don Cromwell Live. Producer, songwriter, musician, and former Air Supply and Eddie Money bassist, Don Cromwell. Every week, Don Cromwell Live connects the artist with you, the fan. Hear Don Cromwell Live as it happens Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, or on demand 24-7 on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. And follow Don at Facebook.com slash Don Cromwell and Twitter at Don Cromwell Live. Don Cromwell Live from Star Worldwide Networks.com.